Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We live in a society that has created these thought patterns for women, I guess, these ideals that we need to like live up to. Hello and welcome to the Nasty Woman Club, a podcast dedicated to inspiring women with inspiring stories. I am your host, Demi Lynch. When I first started the Nasty Woman Club, one of my main priorities was to support small businesses and lady startups. It can be tough starting your own business. I should know I started the Nasty Woman Club two years ago as a late night talk show slash music show on 4ZZZ Radio that aired between 2am to 5am. And yeah, waking up at those hours and being functional, that was a struggle. I may have even fallen asleep on air once or twice. There were many mornings I woke up at 12.30 at night and did not want to go to the radio station and just wanted to give up on the Nasty Woman Club. So from personal experience, I know what it's like being a small lady startup. I know how the first year of starting your own business is bloody tough. So let me tell you how excited I was to discover Sister Seekers and to see how incredible they're doing as a new lady startup. They've been running for just over a year and they're kicking ass. They already run several workshops dedicated to self-love. They have released their own gratitude journals and they have started this new thing called Chick Chats where they do these mini Instagram interviews with women from all walks of life and discuss self-love and other important topics. Genius idea. Grace and Ruby are the brains behind Sister Seekers. They are, of course, sisters. Grace has experience in social work and is a yoga teacher, and her sister Ruby is a high school teacher. I spoke to the ladies about their business while they were on a road trip. I'll set the scene of the interview for you. While I'm in my closet with my recording gear, trying to make sure my cat and dog don't barge in and make a racket, Ruby and Grace are in the back of their van with their dog, parked on the side of the road in Yamba. So yeah, very different situations. But anyway, I hope you enjoy our chats. I hope this inspires you to look into self-love or even start your own venture. This is Ruby and Grace from The Sister Seekers. So thank you again, ladies, for letting me chat to you. I believe it was Grace that I found on the It's A Lot podcast group. So yeah, I'm really excited to talk to you both about Sister Seekers. Thank you so much. Thank you for wanting to interview us. It's really exciting. So how did you both start the business? Had you ever worked together before or had you both had either started your own businesses before? It was just kind of like something that we'd wanted to do. We'd never worked together before. Um, I was working in a yoga studio down on the south coast and really wanted to run a workshop. Ruby was living up in like just south of Byron Bay and we wanted to like spend more time together and we just thought, let's do this workshop together. At the time, 
I was also, I'm a social worker and I was working with a lot of young women and Ruby uh, is a school teacher and she was working in like an all girls school as well. And we just sort of noticed like a trend with young girls and, you know, self-esteem and acceptance and like how they kind of, young girls are kind of letting the way they see themselves impact the way they live their lives. And we wanted to just like, I guess, kind of address that. And so that's when we ran our first workshop, which was actually a year ago on Saturday. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. So Grace just like called me one day and was just like, I just have this idea. Like, I just really want to like do these workshops. I'm not sure how it's going to look. And then I was just like, dude, let's just do it. Like, fuck it. And then we like created our Instagram the next day and then we had some connections with a few yoga studios and we like just booked it and we like I think it was like a month away and we're like well we're booked in we've got to do it now and we did it and it's just kind of blossomed from there which has been really cool oh yeah. wow that's great so what do the workshops actually entail so they're like three parts the first part is about getting real so that's like kind of presenting all of the kind of stats and information around self-esteem, body image, society impacts those things and how, like, it's not – you're not the crazy one for feeling these things. Like, we live in a society that has created these thought patterns for women, I guess, these ideals that we need to, like, live up to. So it's just, like, kind of – setting the scene I guess yeah and it's it's kind of looking at it objectively rather than subjectively so that's the first part and then the second part is get vulnerable which is where we kind of have a few activities looking at how we have taken on those sort of societal expectations on ourselves and how that then is internalized um and And how that plays out in our life yeah and then we share that in a circle like obviously there's no expectation to share but we found that that's like the most powerful part is the sharing in the circle and there's often a lot of tears and a lot of support and it's a really beautiful space and then the third part is get free which is basically um just like tips and how do we take what we've like learned and what we've done into our real life so like trying to make it a bit more practical of like this has been a really cool experience on the day but like what are you going to do after this workshop and like how do you actually make daily changes to change your thought patterns and live authentically like true to yourself not just like how society is expecting us to live to be to look to behave Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you've had several workshops now in this past year. What has been the response to them? It's honestly been amazing. Like, we were pretty nervous the first time, obviously, and um, we had no idea, like, what to expect. And we, um, I don't know, we just got such good feedback. And I think it was really powerful, like Grace said, the, like, sharing circle component. Like, people get really... um, into that section which we weren't really sure we we're kind of like well we're opening it up for people to be vulnerable but we can't push them to be and people seem to really embrace it and they like there's often a lot of tears and like a lot of this just like connection within the within the workshop and it's really powerful and um yeah like we've had a whole 
whole scope of different women attend as well. Like it's not, it hasn't just been women who are already kind of into this sort of thing, if that makes sense. Like mm. one of our workshops was um, one of Grace's good friends is a coach of um, rugby union team of women and she really wanted us to do a workshop with those women. So like as you can imagine, like they're probably like stereotypical, the kind of women that wouldn't necessarily be that into like this like self-love and acceptance world or like they might think it's a little bit like mushy or like whatever and it was just really cool even then to see like it was really powerful for them and they really got something like that was probably the most powerful workshop that we've done right the feedback we got after that from the coach who's a friend of mine was that it really brought the team together because they were able to see each other's vulnerabilities and to support each other and to understand why maybe someone was acting in a certain way or why someone was having you know insecurities or you know being able to actually understand someone's behavior and what's going on for them yeah really fosters that empathy yeah yeah oh that's so great that you guys are just bringing in yeah some people from like different backgrounds and like just to get some different perspectives because I think I think that's really needed especially when it comes to the topic of self-love because in general it's very similar but at the same time it's very different for everyone yeah yeah exactly and I think as well like you can sometimes be just communicating with women who already are on their like path right so like Mm. they've already kind of heard a lot of the themes and like already know about like gratitude and like different practices have done a lot of self so it's actually really cool when you get to talk to women who might not have even like obviously it's a part of their life but not in like the most conscious way and I think one of our things is like we really want to go to more like regional areas or like areas that don't have as much access to this kind of talk or this kind these kinds of practices Mm, yeah I think that would be fantastic absolutely so you so you've also created these gratitude journals why was this important for you to make and give out to people that want to be a part of sister seekers um I guess it's something we wanted to be able to give something to people who maybe weren't able to attend our workshops or like just an extension of sister seekers. And we wanted it to be really like authentic and an actual practice that can help you in, in your self love and acceptance journey. And in like, yeah, practicing gratitude, I think is so powerful and it helps you to kind of see things from maybe a, a different perspective, like maybe from perspective of love or, yeah, so I think we thought we we started it a little while ago actually, and we kind of halted on it. Uh, and then during COVID, we thought, well, we're we'll back we... in Australia. Let's just go for it. And it just kind of happened really organically. And yeah, naturally. it was really beautiful. Um, but the prompts we thought were really important because obviously, like you can write a list of what you're grateful for, but sometimes it can feel a little bit repetitive, and it's like. And a bit forced, and you're like, yeah, I'm grateful for the beach, I'm grateful for my family, like, yada, yada, yada. Whereas, like, we kind of in- try and include prompts that make you think about r- different parts of your life or, like, are a bit more interesting, I guess, than just having to force yourself to write a list every single day. Like, we kind of tried to ask more specific um, questions, I guess, yeah. Okay, great. What kind of what kind of specific questions then do you ask? Because yeah, I do get what you mean. There is, like, when you do like stereotypically with gratitude and stuff like that, it can be you know 
what's the top 10, top five things you're grateful for today? It can be, like I said, repetitive. What kind of specific questions then do you ask to make it a bit more personal for people? I guess like, you know, there, there might be a page that says like, um, who is something, who is someone that you're like really grateful for? Write down everything you love about them. Uh, it's prompts like that or maybe and then even just like try and share this with them as well like take this out into your life in another way just more specific or it might be a memory yeah or like what's something that you would tell your um, younger self that you're really proud of your life right now for that they, like they would be really excited to know or um, what's something that you want to tell your future self about like where you want to go or just like yeah different ways of looking at your life and looking at how you are grateful and where you want to go and where you've come from yeah so just more specific I guess so like yeah think of a place that you love or like an experience that you had or a memory that's really treasured you know so just just like bringing you back to that space of like gratitude and like oh that was really beautiful and this is how it felt and like actually coming back into those emotions yeah and I think that's the thing with gratitude right like you want to try and evoke that feeling within yourself that's what makes it so powerful so writing a list might not be like as powerful as like setting a real scene and like being really specific about the details yeah tapping into like those senses like how did it feel um what did it smell like what did you see what did you hear those sorts of things as well to really like bring back those memories Mm, I love that I think that's a great idea and something else I really love that both of you are doing for Sister Seekers is that you are interviewing inspiring women from different industries and putting those interviews on your social media pages what made you want to start this and what has it been like for you both speaking to all these women um initially it just started with like us talking to people that we knew personally so we would um ask just like our really close friends like hey what are your thoughts on self-acceptance like initially it honestly started as like how can we kind of create more for our Instagram because obviously when you're just like posting things that you think about like it's pretty limited scope of um perspective we didn't want it to be so much on us we want so in our workshops the get vulnerable part as I said before was like is like the most powerful part and it's about sharing the story so we wanted to kind of translate that onto our social media page so initially we came up with the sister series which is like basically just like a self-reflection piece on people's own journeys and we've got such amazing feedback from doing that and then we thought sometimes we want to ask more so we get like a little little tiny insight into their self-acceptance journey which is really cool but then we're like well we want to know how does sisterhood impact you or how does community or what about like working in a male dominated space how does that look for you so like then we started our series um called chit chats and that's just like yeah exactly that asking a few more questions so we can go a little bit more in detail and it's been just amazing and it's amazing like yeah we started just by asking our close friends and then friends would recommend other friends and then obviously Instagram you have access to so many people and so we started messaging people that we thought were inspiring people started messaging us that they wanted to share and it's just kind of become this really like cool thing that we didn't even really know that that's what we were starting at the start yeah that's the other thing is that things with Sister Six have kind of really happened 
really organically. And I think that's been really beautiful because we haven't been like money focused. It hasn't been about like a profit. It's been like a love project. And so for us, we are really passionate about it. We do really love it. And it's about that connection, that sisterhood and that, you know, facing fears. So it's been, yeah, it's been really beautiful to kind of watch it kind of unfold. Yeah. So as you said earlier, you're hoping to move this passion project into more rural areas. But other than that, what else is up next? What else is next for Sister Seekers other than obviously coronavirus has affected a few things? But um, yeah. what else is next for you guys? Um, our big goal at the moment is to translate our workshop into something suitable for um, high school aged girls and take it into schools. So we would love to like do some kind of tour of New South Wales and going to like regional high schools um, and yeah, running workshops from girls that are ages from like 14 all the way through to 18 and start that conversation really early. And I think as a school teacher, I just see so much like you think that the world has become more like woke and accepting and but then you're like yeah but I'm a 26 year old and I when I work in those high schools like they still very like shamey and very conscious and like very much care about what people think of them and like you know like people are still body shamed and people still just bullied bullied and like it's just it's crazy because it it feels like oh high schools are just these little micro societies that haven't changed since we were in high school and I mean obviously some aspects of them have changed but you just see those themes coming up and up and up and I just think we really want to just start those conversations early like we don't want these girls to have these really bad experiences and then have to unlearn all of these things when they're in their 20s we want them to try and learn them younger and yeah not have to learn all of the bad bad societal ideas that we are taught when we're yeah going through those awkward teenage years to break that sort of internalizing early is super important well i think it's really great what you guys are doing because yeah it's definitely something that is well needed it's definitely a niche in the market that's definitely needs more help there and I think it's really great that what you girls are doing and oh that would be so amazing for um when you can start yeah touring around some high schools in the state that'd be so great yeah yeah it's really exciting we've just got to wait for schools to be fully like I mean they're obviously back running but like they're not exactly letting just workshops be run or like things aren't totally back to normal so hopefully you know towards the end of this year that can be like something that we do have some really good contacts in school as well which is awesome who have said they'd be happy to help uh, happy to host us it's just about oh that's good yeah oh fantastic oh well i'm so looking forward to seeing what else you girls are going to be doing and i love i love so much what you um are doing with self-love with these workshops and with your social media page i think it's really really great Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Nasty Woman Club. For more information on Sister Seekers, head on over to sisterseekers.org or visit their Instagram page, Sister Seekers. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you would be so kind and leave a review, it helps others find out about this podcast. For more stories on intersectional feminism, visit thenastywomanclub.com. 
And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. I'm your host, Demi Lynch, and I will see you all next week for another episode of The Nasty Woman Club.